You know, it costs money to be there, but then they have the audacity to have meltdowns and misbehave and be ungrateful. It's like, what are you doing? Where else am I supposed to go? It's 95 degrees. We have 12 kids, five and under. What are we supposed to do with them? Watching for that bus to come down the road because I am so excited and like slash nervous to see what he has to say about the day. Like, you know, is he going to be come home sick? Is he going to come home like upset? Did he get in trouble? Yes, Mennonites, some do go to, go to college. It's not maybe like the majority, but you know. Uh, some people are wondering when I'm going to start my own YouTube channel. What do you have to say about that? I enjoy a cleaned up wife. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> no guy's going to turn down a cleaned up wife when he gets home. So would you say you're more of like a morning person or a night person? <laughs> I don't know. I think I enjoy mornings best. I used to be more of a night owl, I think. But since having kids, I feel like I kind of like the mornings better. What time know. of day do you get like a burst of energy? Or like, do you feel super lull? Like well, definitely the afternoon. Yeah, the <laughs> afternoon slump. And then after 830, I'm pretty much good for nothing. <laughs> so I guess I am a morning person. So you might. But not, not an early morning person. Yeah, that's There's like early. a two hour section in the mid morning that I'm good to go. Yeah, exactly. So basically what we're saying is listen at your own discretion because we're filming that we're trying something different we're filming in the evening for a change yeah. so hopefully the cozy vibes are doing it for you we're usually we'll probably keep it to afternoons i think but with childcare and things and yeah we're just gonna try this and make the best and see how it works out yeah. hopefully our brains aren't shut off for the night yet yeah hopefully not <laughs> anyway yeah i would say i'm definitely i'm more yeah i'm not like a morning person until i'm like awake but you know that like happy new year's feeling or like the back to school fresh start i get that feeling like every morning mostly monday mornings but i definitely feel that and so yeah like mornings are exciting and like they're new possibility and stuff but not not too early in the morning like once i'm up and at it and like going a little bit i actually like to do like super routine things in the morning so i don't have to really have my brain working yeah but i know some people like do like their best work in the morning i wouldn't say i do my best work in the morning but like i reserve that for like my devotions and like Unloading the dishwasher. Yep. That's exactly the kind of like, thing I do. Start the, normal, the laundry. Yeah, just like I don't have to think too hard. And like yeah. I kind of can wake up a little bit. Yeah. I, do you do coffee first thing? Absolutely. Yeah, not me. <laughs> yeah. I actually like before I go to bed at night, you know, you think about the next day. That's my first thought is like, okay, in the morning I can have coffee. Oh, that's funny. That's what gets you, gets you up. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it really does. Anyway, but yeah, should you want to do your homemaking tip first? Yes. Before we get into today's topic, which is going to be a little bit of a magazine format of sorts. You have a couple different topics. Oh, Russell, Russell. (laughs) You know how when you're trying to make cookies and you put your parchment paper on the pan and it just like wants to roll up and you're trying to get your cookie on there? Perfectly flat. Look at that trick. Wow. Kind of very specific. I'm slightly embarrassed that. I think I actually did hear that trick somewhere and I forgot about it. So I'm kind of embarrassed that that should be common sense. But yeah, somehow it should be. I heard it the I've other day and I was like, yeah, right. That's I mean, really? And I tried. I was like, oh, my goodness, it's game changing. So I was very <laughs> appreciative of that little tip. Yeah. So that it's not moving around. That's yeah. really smart. And that I'm sure works with wax paper or whatever. Yeah. My homemaking tip actually coincidentally has to do with paper. No, this was not planned. Get yourself a big roll of like the brown butcher paper. They sell it at Dollar Tree in like the small wrapping paper size, but um, I like to actually get the big industrial rolls that like the farm store or Lowe's or Home Depot carries them. And like you will be surprised how many uses you find for it. Just this week, um, I got Josh to buy a new roll because we were out. My main occasion for using it is definitely our kids' art table. I'll just cover up the art table. They can write on it, color on it, whatever. When it gets ugly and gross, you just rip it off, 
or you just tear it off and throw it away and put a new one out. Um, you can use it for wrapping paper for like, I use it for making dress patterns. Like it's just so versatile. And I feel like a lot of people don't really know where to get it, but yeah, you can definitely find it all over the place. I'm not going to, I can try to link the Amazon version below, but I think Walmart has their own version too, but there's so many uses for it. If you're trying to do the whole homeschooling thing or, um, like, sensory bin stuff. There's so many different things you can do. Anyway, so I guess you can kind of see down below the timestamps, but we're going to first be talking a little bit about, I mean, summer's pretty much coming to a close here. It is. When we post this video, school's going to probably be started for some people already. That's crazy to think about. But yeah, have you had a pretty chill summer or have you been vacationing a bunch? We have done a lot of little vacations, like weekend trips. We did have one longer vacation in the beginning of summer. We stayed at a lake house, but mostly just weekend trips. Uh, last weekend, we were at Angola by the Bay. It's a Bay Area development. His in- My in-laws have a house there. So we stayed there right on the Bay. Delaware? Yeah, like Rehoboth Beach, Bethany Beach area. So that was really fun. We took the pontoon boat out, went clamming and crabbing, fishing. Uh, just the four of us went to the beach for a day. We went on the boardwalk in the evening. We were at the pool for a little, and it, w- it was a good time. Nice. Yeah, yeah so like... How was the water by this time of year? Nice and warmer. It was still pretty cold. Yeah, it was pretty chilly, but we were yeah. in it. I mean, the boys had so much fun splashing in the waves. Nice. But yeah. And it just went swimmingly since you Well, have- I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I just look at her stage when like her kids are what, five and six, four and six. Four and six, yeah. And like it just looks so easy. It is much easier. We've come a long way. I feel like I'm finally at the point where a vacation can actually be a vacation for mom. You know, I think when you have little ones, it's just It's not a vacation, let's be honest. It's still fun, though. Like, there is nothing that puts, like, the wind in my sails more than, like, planning a trip. Home renovations and trip planning. Like, I just love having both of those on my plate. Home renovations make me want to throw up in my mouth. But (laughs) trips are fun, yes. Even if they're not relaxing vacation, they're still fun. Yeah. Yeah, and just, like, something to look forward to. But, yeah, vacationing can look very different. I don't know. I know there's a lot of you that are in our stage of life and some of you that are not. But, like, I feel like with the little kids... It definitely looks a lot different. I admire those families that pack up their little toddlers and just like fly across the country or like to another country altogether. You know, it's crazy. Flying with kids is no joke. Yeah. I feel like for us right now, vacations look more like um, like camping, cabins, that kind of type of thing. Yeah. We were just actually camping. Oh, my goodness. Now, here's a story for another day. Maybe I'll give you the highlights. Um, we went camping with a group of like high school friends. Jaina was not included, but your, nope. her little sister was along. Camping is just a lot of work, no matter how you look at it. But my brother and sister-in-law have a – my sister and brother-in-law have a camper. And so we borrowed that, and we went camping with this group of friends. We do it like once a year. And we – we usually like camping. It just, it is. It's a lot of work up front. Mm-hmm. You just have to know. It's a lot of, yeah, packing up the camper, unpacking it again and all that. The weather's been nice this summer, I would yeah. say, for the most part. There's been stretches of 90 degree weather here in Pennsylvania, but not not like weeks and weeks of We had some of really it. nice days. It was some, some gorgeous yeah. days in July. I mean, it's finally raining now again and stuff too. So that was really nice. But yeah, so the one weekend we decided to go camping, it was 95 degrees at least. This is the same weekend we were down at the beach. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. wonderful. Okay, no. So we – no beach. But hey, no problems. We planned it, planned a camping trip at a campground that was not only close by, so we didn't have to go super far, but they had a splash pad and a pool, supposedly. So we get there on a Friday afternoon. We we're going to get there, give their give the kids a little nap on the drive there, and then we're going to go to the splash pad or the pool or whatever, right? So we show up, and guess what? 
you guessed it, the splash pad is not working. And there's a guy coming in the morning to fix it. They say, we're like, oh my goodness, whatever, fine. We will tough it out till six o'clock when the pool opens. Yeah, you, you guessed that right too. <laughs> <laughs> the pool is also out of service. How did you guess? Yes. So, okay, little backstory. Miller had taken a little short nap on the way up, but not enough. So I was like, okay, my nine month old needs to take his, another little nap. He'll never make it till bedtime. So I know like motion, makes him fall right to sleep when he's tired. So stuck him in his little car seat, stuck it, that car seat in the wagon, and I'm just pulling him down the main path, down past all the campgrounds, campsites, past the office and stuff, to the pool path, which is also another like quarter mile or more of rutted, like you've been there, right? It, it's no joke. Like I'm surprised you even got a wagon down that trail. I mean, you're not yeah. allowed to ride bikes. You I was, can't ride bikes. Like I was questioning my There's my like judgment. a little tiny bridge. Yeah. I, oh yeah, the wheel the wheel on the wagon as Miller was like, he conked out right away. So like when I got to this little bridge in the middle of the woods, like the one wheel slipped off the edge and I was like, Oh my goodness. I mean, there was like a trickle of water underneath it. So no lives were in danger or anything, but he could have woke up Oh my word horrors. Right. But yeah, so I'm like pulling him along the other kids and everybody else was coming along later. I was just trying to get Miller moving and stuff. So I was going ahead of time. I was going to be at the pool by like six Oh five. I left like 15 minutes before that, you know, to get to the pool. It's like 95 degrees in the evening, like the hottest part of the day. And I finally, oh my word, I think I see Beulah land ahead. I see the side of the pool. No, it wasn't the pool. Um, it was actually just a bend in the road in some little shack. So I see people coming from the other direction. And this like 13-year-old boy is like, yeah, you might just want to turn around. We're not allowed to swim in the pool after all. The chlorine is slightly too high. And so they can't legally let you swim. So you probably should just turn around. I don't want you to waste your time or anything. Oh my goodness. She already wasted half an hour getting to where I'm she like, was. This has been a 30-minute expedition. Where else am I supposed to go? It's 95 degrees. We have 12 kids, five and under. What are we supposed to do with them? The splash pad isn't working. The pool is slightly acidic or whatever. Okay, splash pad wasn't really fixed till 12 o'clock. And then the pool didn't open till one. So we did like kind of slog through it in the morning. It was like 90 degrees by 10 o'clock in the morning. But my friend had her splash pad along, um, like her little blow up thing. And then we had some kiddie pools. So we survived. Made it work. Made it. Yeah, my word. My attitude was not great at first. But yeah, you know what? It must not have been too scarring because as we were pulling out of the driveway, Josh is literally saying to me, So let's just go camping us, like our little family. I want to go camping again this summer. Yeah, camping is not for me. I mean, I do it because my friends do it and my boys love it, but it is just not my idea of a vacation. My friends love it. And I'm just like, okay, I'll go like once a year with you guys. We do the family camping thing with cabins. I'm okay with that. But yeah, I was like telling my friends, you do like hours and hours and hours of work just for that awesome like three hours after the kids go to bed where you stay yes, up till that's midnight the best part. around the campfire yes. the beautiful stars yeah the good food yes. that you save for till the kids go to bed like we were smoking cream cheese on the smoker no yes cream cheese and um we had cookies over that's the fire amazing. it was really good food yeah um i don't know it was a lot of fun so i think we're actually going to be doing it again so yeah, your mindset just has to definitely be yep. different when it comes to like the little kids and stuff. And I know the things that I call fun, some of you would probably roll your eyes at and be like, wow, that's not even fun at all. But oh my word, I didn't grow up with a lot of vacationing. So like, it's special to me. I mean, we lived on a farm, so it was hard to get away. Yeah. What about you? You guys always went to Canada every year. We had some pretty nice vacations. We didn't do a lot, just our little family, but we did a lot with friends and we had, yeah, that Canada vacation that we did every other year. We went to the beach 
not every summer, but almost every summer. And then my dad had a little boat. So we were always going out in the boat, like just evening and day trips. So I would say I was very blessed with lots of fun vacations. Yeah. We did the cabin once a year, the other cabin with the other side of the family once a year. And that was like spring and fall. And then we would often do like a weekend beach trip. But yeah, not as much. But yeah, that's something I want to really create for my family. Like I hope that when my kids are teenagers and we're like driving out west in the RV someday, that's my goal, like that they're not just like grouches that they can't be around their friends. And like I hope we can have like a nice little nuclear family that actually can genuinely enjoy each other. I don't know. It's just a little dream of mine. (laughs) I was just telling Eric that I remember the week, I think it was the very week before we got married, my family, just my siblings and my parents, because I was the oldest, we went out on the boat, like one last activity, just our little family. And I just, I remember that and it was very special. Oh, so I would say my family was, yeah, we did a lot of fun things together. And it was never the same again. No, it wasn't. It was it, never the same. It was good. It's yeah. not bad, but it was just like we wanted to make sure we got that one last, just the six of us. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what vacationing looks like for you guys right now. I, I feel like, you know... Um, you know, to some of you, camping might sound like ridiculously lame, and to others of you, it be might be like what you took a whole weekend off. Like that sounds like a luxury. You know, I know we're all at different places, so mm-hmm. yeah. Let us know down below, especially if you have younger kids. Like, what are some great memories you have? Even like staycations and stuff. <sighs> That's a whole thing. Anyway, I just wanted to let you know if you're out there and your vacations aren't as relaxing as you built them up in your head, you're not alone. It's yeah. just it's a stage, and it'll pass, and then you'll like. It'll be what? It'll be me and Josh sitting around a campfire in the peace and quiet all day long. You know, you won't have well, have grandkids then, right? Yeah, Lord willing to run around and make a mess. Yeah. And- I just feel like you go on vacation and you expect your kids to be like so grateful for every single minute. You know, they should be happy and grateful because you're taking time off work to take them on this fun vacation that's all about them, right? And, you know, it costs money to be there, but then they have the audacity to have meltdowns and misbehave and be ungrateful. It's like, what are you doing? But, you know, that's unreasonable to expect them to be perfect little angels. They don't understand what you're sacrificing for them. So I think it's important to just... Are you speaking from experience? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, on the way home from our little beach trip, on the way home from the beach, we were headed back to the Bay House. We had meltdowns all around. (laughs) So that was great. But yeah, all of our attitudes, I think, needed adjustment. And I needed to be like, have reasonable expectations for... A six-year-old, yeah. you know, he's well, tired. and The lack of sleep never does yeah, good things. I always think, oh, my kids can skip naps. They skip naps at home and they're fine sometimes. And But when you go on vacation, they're extra tired. They're up early. Or they're doing, you know, things that are out of their normal. And they actually need naps more than they do at home, at least in my experience. Whenever we try to skip a nap, it usually doesn't end up working like it does at home. Yeah. Oh, my word. If you can prioritize the sleep, things go so much better. My friends make fun of me because I am the late. Yes, I'm the lady who goes and gets tape and trash bags and tapes off the camper windows with black trash bags. I do that at cabins. I like pick the room that doesn't have the skylight in it. Um, I don't do sound machines, but yeah, I do that. And yeah. I don't know. I feel like, why not? Make fun of me. I don't care. My kids sleep great. Like, they get up at eight in the morning when we're camping. If it works, it works. Yeah. So, whatever. But yeah, if you have little kids, vacations, all that, it's it's a stage. It's definitely a stage. Which, speaking of stages, I feel like my, it is, it's over. My preschool mom era is about to come to a close. My oldest is starting school. She's going to be going three days a week to kindergarten. She's only four at the moment, but she'll soon be five. She's on the younger end. Um, but they tested her at the Christian private school she's going to. And it wasn't just like academic testing because she didn't actually know all of her numbers and letters, which is 
super embarrassing i'm sure Jack for most of you either. like i think i feel like everybody has their kid reading before kindergarten no. anymore but yeah i don't know i just kind of let her take the lead and we she learned a lot of her letters and stuff but yeah i just didn't push it a ton and yeah they also like test you for like readiness and like personal care stuff and like interacting just, with yeah, other and, kids exactly can they do without a nap and you know stuff like yeah. that so um yeah they said she's ready to go and i think it's gonna be good for her she's gonna be one of the youngest but she's like the oldest in her family and like i feel like with her cousins and stuff she's the oldest too um so it's gonna be good for her like she has so much confidence that girl <laughs> so i think it'll be great for her to like be on the younger end a little bit but yeah hopefully i don't know i did not know if i was making the right decision or not because i easily could have sent her next year and then she'd just been one of the older ones but that's that's the thing that's keeping me going and not just like deciding to homeschool her because yeah she's really excited yeah I and i'm excited for her yeah she's gonna love it she's gonna thrive she's gonna love the school bus ride everything so we had such a good year with jack in kindergarten he really thrived i saw him grow up in so many ways um we just yeah we had a great year he definitely loved it but it is something to send your little four-year-old i mean jack was almost six but it was still hard to send him off to school because you're so used to being like so in tune with them throughout the day i mean you know what they're doing pretty much every single second of the day like you're you know and then they go off on the bus and it's like oh well, now what? Like, I don't know what he's doing. Like, do I have to think about him all the time? If I stop thinking about him and worrying about him, then am I a bad mom? And I guess that's called separation anxiety. I don't know, <laughs> I don't but know. it's it's like a mental thing that I had to get over. Like, you know, I made the choice to send him to this school. I trust the school. We love this teacher. You know, he's in good hands. I can like let him go a little bit and focus on what I'm doing at home, focus on Finley. But there's something about when like 255, 315 rolls around. I'm like keeping my eye on the clock, watching for that bus to come down the road because I am so excited and like slash nervous to see what he has to say about the day. Like, you know, is he going to be come home sick? Is he going to come home like upset? Did he get in trouble? You know, and you don't want to like bombard them with all these questions, but you know, you want to know what they did that day. So it's definitely so exciting when they come home. Yeah. And people like ask me like, well, if you're so sad about sending her off to school, which I am, it's just, I hate change. I hate change. I'm not yeah. like a flexible person. And like, it's just a whole new, I have to answer to somebody else's schedule now and all that stuff. But people are like, so if you hate this idea so much, why don't you just homeschool? And um. I definitely think homeschooling sounds really appealing in a lot of ways. Jana, what do you think about homeschooling? Uh, I'm I'm not into it, but <laughs> if it's for you, great. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying I would never, ever, ever do it because I never like to say I would never do something. Yeah. But at this point, I have no plans of homeschooling. We love the Christian school that we're going to. I just think Jack thrives on the social life. and Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people or maybe many people probably don't have quite as many options as we have around right. here. Like not only are we sending our kids to Christian schools, but we're sending them to Mennonite Christian schools. So like the teachers really closely align with like yeah. our way of thinking. And um, yeah, if I was going to send my kid and ship them off to somebody else's like jurisdiction for seven hours a day, like it has to be someone you completely trust. Yeah. I mean, I still don't completely trust them. Sorry. Well, you still have to be <laughs> involved. Like yes. I think it's important. Like, yeah, to get in the classroom as much as you can, stay in touch with the teacher. Yeah. I think homeschooling could be great, but also I'm excited for her to get to live out the school life. I loved it as a kid. And yeah, I'm just so excited for her to, yeah, you know, get to play soccer and like when she's older, sing in a choir, stuff like that, yeah. which you can definitely get through co-ops and stuff too. But and I'm not saying I never changed my mind, um, but I, I definitely would homeschool, homeschool way quicker than probably sending to public school. But yeah. It's still going to be an adjustment and an adjustment when it comes to like, whoo, like I know 
people spend a lot of money, like a lot of people will set aside like a fund for their kids' college education. Right. That's not really a Mennonite thing, not would so you much. say? No. Um, I feel like, yes, Mennonites, some do go to, go to college. It's not maybe like the majority, but, you know, people do. It's not uncommon or I anything. I feel like if a Mennonite goes to college, it's because they have a specific goal in mind. Their career choice requires a degree. They're not just going to college to like figure out what they want to do. There's like more of a specific reason for going yeah if you're and gonna, then they work their way through it pay for it themselves yeah exactly and so i'm not feeling like i need to set aside money for their future but wow um we pay for it like in the short term like an upfront in k through 12 ed- education yeah it's it, not cheap no it's it's definitely a sacrifice um but like i was even talking to the principal that um she's going to school he's like yeah a lot of families have like a you know they pretty much have to have like a little side income or like you know they'll have a litter of puppies with their family dog once in a while yeah i sew robes or yeah like yeah have a little side hustle or something my Most parents people do. yeah my parents had like their chicken house divided off into rental units where people would pay whatever a month to store their boats or their atvs things like that in there and that was like we knew that that was the school tuition money um, for the year. So, yeah. yeah. And it's even more than tuition. I mean, like, your school has auctions, they have fundraisers, they expect donations. So it's, and then there's a busing fee. Like, it's more than just the actual tuition fee when you really think about it. But to me, it's completely worth it. Like, I try so hard. I don't complain about what it costs because to me, it's, I made the choice. It's worth it. We live a very blessed life. Um, we'll make it work because that's what we want to do. And there's other things we could give up before I would give up school yeah. for sure and like this brings us back to our first episode we ever did about like the mommy wars and stuff what's right for our family might be yeah. totally not right for your family too so yeah it's definitely something we prayed about a lot at the beginning um because we did have a lot of options i know some of you might not even have options i don't know um of what you want to do with your kids but yeah it's just the end of an era it the is. start of a new one so this is our last episode for this season this, yeah, this Honey is a Homemaker series, but we're going to be back. I have a feeling. I, think I hope we so. We did just buy mics like a little bit ago and stuff. Yeah. So I think we'll plan to pick back up again in October. Yeah. But we're going to take September off, a little bit of a break, um, get back into the swing of the school season and stuff like that. But yeah, um, it's been so fun. We're like, we're going to try it for another season. We're just, there's no promises. We'll probably do another eight-part series again. We welcome your ideas down below, but we... We don't need your ideas. We have a list of lists <laughs> we sure do. of things we'd love to talk about. Yeah, so, I keep yeah. thinking of things like, oh, that would be fun to talk about. Yeah. I don't know. We, we like to keep it a good mix of lighthearted and serious. Like we want it to be edifying, but also entertaining. But yeah, so. for sure. Share your suggestions. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're always open to them. Yeah. So we thought we'd try something different for this next segment here in our little episode. We are going to bring our husbands on individually like Megan and Josh and me and Eric and we're gonna ask them some questions we kind of just made up the questions I kind of did look through the comments but there wasn't a whole lot of questions in there that applied to them so we just kind of thought of questions that we thought would be interesting and we're gonna bring them in and ask them questions and yeah you guys know Josh a little bit um from my other videos but yeah it this would not be possible without them no it wouldn't like they're babysitting our kids eric's putting the kids to bed tonight by himself which i mean i do that it's not that hard he can do it but he i mean he worked hard all day too so we're very grateful that they for what they do for us to make this possible um and even just like the moral support too that they give us like eric is so supportive of it and when we had this hair-brained idea they both they didn't question they didn't worry about it eric doesn't even watch these episodes to make sure you're not slandering him or anything no yeah he trusts us i guess so, um, yeah, I'm excited to introduce you to him, and I know you'll like him, but just be easy on him. If he's a little nervous in front of the camera, he's never done anything like this before. So, hey, babe. Hey. What is your favorite thing about being a Mennonite? I would say probably my favorite part of being a Mennonite 
which can sometimes be a downfall also would be the community that comes along with it. There's tons and tons of people. You get a great network. You know, it's not what you know, it's who you know, and it's who knows you. And there's just a lot of great people to lift you up. What is the most challenging thing about being a father? Finding the right amount of time to put towards each aspect of my life. I have business, I have golf, I have wakeboarding, I have children, I have a wife, and I have to pay for it all. So just finding the amount of time that you're not always at work or not always at play or not, you know, and also taking the time to be with the kids, helping them to grow, teaching them everything we need. And then also obviously spending time with you. Yeah. What is your superpower as a dad? Uh, I wouldn't say it's a superpower per se, but I would say I'm a pretty fun person to be around. I think me and the kids have a lot of fun together. We ride dirt bikes. We go out on the boat. They'll come golfing. I enjoy teaching them things. I enjoy watching them. And some of the older dads that I know that have spoken into my life have really gotten me to realize giving up some of the stuff that you like and watching your kids grow is really a beautiful thing and just uh, kind of living your life through them. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy that. What is your favorite meal that I cook? Uh, I like most of them. Anything off the smoker. I like that honey curry chicken and rice. Mm-hmm. Anything with some good flavor, some good zing, I'm about it. (laughs) Okay, one more question. Uh, Some people are wondering when I'm going to start my own YouTube channel. What do you have to say about that? I'm not sure if it's something you want to do. It's not. I would support you, but if it's not, I'm not about it. But thanks for the vote of confidence. Megan does a good (laughs) job. We'll just leave that to her. So this is as close as we're going to get, right? (laughs) That's all. All right. Well, it's nice to have you here today. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. So first things that people want to know is, would you, if you could only pick one, would you rather have a clean house when you come home from work Mm -hmm. or a home-cooked meal on the table or a cleaned up, pretty looking wife? And you can only, you can (laughs) only only have have one. one. (laughs) Um... I don't do, I don't, I, but I have to have one. I mean, I don't really care. As long you don't as, want, yeah, I, mean, I am buried the best. You don't even need any of them. Is that what you're saying? I mean, a clean house, like as long as there's not everything falling in, it's like, whatever. I don't mind clutter. You know what though? I do like my floors clean. Like I can't stand dirty floors. Water, like and you water land on the floor. I, do, I know it's what it is what it is. But I enjoy a cleaned up wife. And don't get me wrong. <laughs> No guy's going to turn down the cleaned up wife when he gets home. Are you going to give an answer or are you just saying you don't need any of them? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't really, I don't, yeah, there's no answer that's. Which one is it most commonly when you come home? He's not used to any of them. No, Well, the meal, I mean, obviously we have supper every night that yeah. we're home. So you're making food. I kind of take that one out because that's a given. You just, just take that that's, for granted. Yeah, right. That's going to happen. The cleaned up wife pretty much always happens too, though. Well, it doesn't take so much then I'm to gonna make pick him happy. The, I'm going to pick the cleaned up house because the other two just happened anyway. <laughs> I guess that says what I let go when I'm busy. Right. Oh, my word. Yeah, I don't like clutter <laughs> at all either. But yeah, like right. the floors, I just like, I'll forget about them and then like run the Robo right. Rock at night. Yep. Um, okay, well then along that line, what was your favorite food that I cooked for you this week? A lot of my listeners love a good meal idea, so we'd love to hear from our husbands. This week, uh, sloppy Joe sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> was that they last night? They were good. Yeah, they were good. We, I, had, we had them two nights in a row. Um, we often repeat meals. I right. make like enough for two nights. Uh, yeah, that's they're amazing. I love sloppy Joe. Yeah, I got those brioche buns from Aldi. They were good. By the way, if you guys love this audio setup, give Josh like a thumbs up in the comments. <laughs> this is all him. <laughs> yeah, You're living I know, out. And I, I'm. 
I mean, I teach myself everything about technology. So I feel like I did kind of climb a mountain here with this stuff. Now, well, we can't is, congratulate ourselves right, yet. It didn't, we're not through with it yet. So, anything else you want to let the masses know? Not necessarily. Two questions. That's all I get. I spent so much time on this mic setup that <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's begging for more. I told him we're done. He's like begging for more questions. Um, no, it's fine. You're having fun I'm on happy the microphone. To get back out off of this. Again. Hey, maybe you could start editing since you could, you could hey. listen to the sound of your own voice. <laughs> <sighs> no, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> Yes, that was fun. Eric was way more nervous than I thought he was, but he warmed up a little he's so, bit. So but funny. He's so like confident. I know. I was like, why are you nervous? And then I started getting nervous and we had to redo it a couple times. I don't know. I was like, man, I wasn't even that nervous on my it's first time. It's harder than people think. It is. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to miss doing this on a monthly basis, but yeah, it'll be we'll good be to have a break We'll be back very soon, too. Gina. Yeah. Like September's going to fly by and we'll see you guys yeah, in October. <laughs> we were thinking that maybe it would be fun to be a little bit more active on the Instagram Honey I'm Homemaker account. Maybe even doing like a day in the life taking turns instead of our Monday episodes. We would just, you know, pick up our phones and do a day in the life. In the stories, yeah. Yeah, in our stories. That'd be fun. So I don't know, would you be into that? Seriously, guys, thank you so much for not letting this just be a one-way conversation. We really appreciate all the comments we've been getting. What do you think of that Jaina? I read every comment I do and I, I read them multiple times and I've just been blown away by all like the support and the kindness um, you guys seem to love this so hopefully yeah. my head doesn't get too big <laughs> yeah no, it's been so fun oh you guys have been awesome so yeah we're here because of you guys so yeah we will see you in October don't forget about us check us out on Honey I'm Homemaker yeah. and keep up over there we'll see you in the next yeah. one bye, bye.